Welcome to The Relationship Review. It's a podcast, and it's not what you think. I'm Edison, and my co-host is my 13-year-old daughter, Coco. Hi. Our mission is to explore how we relate to all of the things that happen in the world around us and how those things affect us, because everything is relationship. We cover a variety of topics and share our unique points of view. Sometimes we're surprised, sometimes we are in total disbelief, and most of the time, we are laughing hysterically while we try to understand the world. It's going to be pretty exciting, and we're glad that you decided to join us. So, here we go. This is the Relationship Review. Hello? 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 What the? I don't know. Hello? What is going on? I tell you what's going on. April Fools. (laughs) I knew I wasn't on a phone call. This is the Relationship Review Podcast. That's what it is. And I was just joking you. <laughs> hey, this is Edison. And um, you are listening to the Relationship Review Season 2. First episode. Um, I thought I would, uh, first of all, get you. <laughs> gotcha. And also kick off the first episode of this season like we kicked off the first episode of the first season um, with a little solo venture. Uh, My co-host Coco and I are working together on some really great topics and ideas that we're um, really excited to bring you. But this first little little kickoff, little warm up, little, you know, getting everything back in sync. I'm just going to make it a little solo voyage just for you and me. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, this is grown folks talk, I think. The kids don't need to need to be here for everything, you know? So um, how you been? You know what I'm saying? There's been a lot going on in the world since uh, our last episode of season one. And actually, we thought that we'd be coming back. Um, I think the 22nd of March was the plan, but I don't know if you've heard, there's been just a little something happening in the world, Um, a little virus, coronavirus, kicking off a little action out there. Um, And that is probably what you're so sick of hearing about, and I'm not really going to talk about it much, but I'm going to talk about the way that it's been affecting me and my life in particular, and maybe it's been affecting you and your life in some similar ways. Um, And I'm going to do something that we haven't ever really done in the history of this podcast, and that is talk about relationships. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, We have discussed our relationship with other things and how those things affect us like our relationship with 
serial murderers and our relationship with, you know, bullies and that kind of thing. Um, You can catch up on all those topics if you want to tune in to our previous episodes. Um, We've dealt with the intricacies of, you know, our relationship with racism and all kinds of things, but we have never actually talked about relationships in the sense that we all think about relationships and that is interpersonal relationships that we have with the people in our lives um and it's on my mind right now in particular because of the ways that our relationships are tested particularly in unforeseen times um times of what we might consider crisis or crises like the one that we have been dealing with for the past several weeks um in our region this makes week three i think um i think yeah that we've all been home the kids have been um telecommuting to school since March 16th and that was my first day nope uh I went to the office that day and then March 17th I believe was um my first day 17th or 18th was my first day working from home and I've been pretty much working from home since then although I've had a few days back and forth in the office so it's been going on for a little while here. I believe some cities may have been um, a little quicker to respond than our city. And then some cities are just now getting, uh, or within the last week or so, have been getting orders to um, begin to practice some self-quarantining and getting some orders to shelter in place. So things are rapidly changing Sometimes it seems like from hour to hour, um, day to day. And one of the most consistent themes that I've seen people posting about on their social media um, has really been their interpersonal relationships. Um, What they're going to do about the fact that their children are at home all day (laughs) and that they mainly are having to feed them all day long, which is in a lot of cases something that parents really only have to deal with uh, during school break and then in the summertime. And we all know when school breaks are coming and we know when the summertime is coming. So we have the opportunity to plan. And if you have children, if you know children, if you have encountered children, Um, then you might be familiar with the fact that they are hungry all the time. Hungry is not just, uh, you know, a physical state of being. It is a hobby. It is a contest. It is um, just, Lord, it just takes them over. Um, They can eat breakfast and then an hour later they need something else to snack on or they need a second breakfast they then after that will come back in and need um something to hold them over until lunch 
and then they need something for lunch and then after lunch they need a you know a dessert or some kind of treat or snack then after they have that snack they need to come back in and get um you know some kind of mid-afternoon I don't know some kind of little something to quench their appetite because the lunch the after the after lunch snack is wearing off but they're not quite hungry enough for um the afternoon snacks they need something to hold them over between there then they got to come back for the full afternoon snack which is usually something like a sandwich and some chips and then because they're in gear now uh used to coming in the door um at around four o'clock for the afternoon snack which is something that could equate to a full meal in my house anyway and then that's something that usually holds them over until they eat a full dinner later in the evening so (laughs) there is (sighs) that is one of the considerations the next thing is the fact that for some people they're having to keep their kids entertained and not just their children also themselves you have uh, partners at home for a lot of people um and if you're working from home i guess that keeps you occupied but then there's so many other hours in the day so there's just so much going on um and you know most of us most of us love the people in our families but you are only really required to love and care for these people um, face to face for a certain amount of time per day. You know, you're challenged when um, that love has to be kicked into overdrive and you're all confined into a small little space and you you haven't planned for this now when it's like a vacation that's coming up and you say oh well, you know what we're going to do this time we're not going to go anywhere for vacation we're going to stay have a staycation you've planned for this and even that staycation includes you know a trip to the museum a trip to i don't know the mall a trip to the beach a trip to somewhere so that you're all getting out you're scooting around here wandering through there and you're you're loving each other but from a a carefully planned and curated distance from afar the children have space to run free under the your love loving and watchful eye um you know you can go to the movies everybody get a big tub of snacks and enjoy that together I, i'm saying All of our interactions up until now have been with planning and thoughtful consideration. I didn't have a plan for this. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There was no plan for being enveloped in such close togetherness. Now, I'm enjoying the time. I will not take it for granted. Um... I was thinking um, probably a few months ago that this is the end of childhood for uh, my son who is about to voyage off into the world. You know, he's this is it. Like I he graduated from high school last year in the spring. And gosh, this is it. I'm not going to really get to have 
days with him like this anymore. And now here here I am. Oh, Lord, you heard heard my cry. And uh, y'all, I'm sorry if it was if it was me (laughs) lamenting (laughs) about um, not having an opportunity to spend time with my son that. uh, Huh, somehow, somehow, I don't I don't believe that that's what happened. But um, I still, I'm, I'm not going to take it for granted. I am making the best of the situation, as it were. Um, but I, like probably many of you, have experienced uh, moments, <laughs> just small moments, I'm sure. Small moments for everyone, right? Where... Um, Things have been in, uh, there's been some strain, some stress on your relationship, Uh, your relationships with your children, your relationships with family and friends who you're, you know, speaking to on the phone or in your text group or on your Zoom or whatever. Everything's all fun and games and laughs and chats and cheers and smiles and, you know, happy emojis um, until... And you can fill in the blank, whatever it is for you, until somebody steps too far out their business, says something that wasn't their place to say, um, brings up something that they didn't have any business bringing up. Just fill in your blank. okay? until a child left a chore undone for too long, whatever it is. Until on your conference call, a coworker, you know, failed to read the social cues that are happening on people's facial expressions on the, on the, you know, the teleconference chat, whatever it was. Relationships are being stressed and strained. Well, what can you do? Take an assessment. Start with you. How are you treating your partner, your friends, your family, your children? You know, your co-workers, whoever. How are you treating them? Are you being fair? This is what I had to say to myself. Assess how you are reacting when they say things that are getting on your last nerve. Because they didn't know this was the last nerve you had today. When they said the thing or did the thing. So just assess. And then... Also, it says, how are you treating yourself? Because I have to tell you, after I had, hmm, not the second one, but the third, after I had come back to the cabinet and had the third star crunch, you know, that day, that afternoon, and I was probably saying to myself, you know, fool, if you keep doing this, none of your pants are going to fit in three more weeks. Stop. You know, you said this to yourself after the first one that you weren't going to get another one. Then you said to yourself after the second one that you weren't going to get another one. And now you're eating the third one. What is it going to take? This is what I've said to myself. And then someone else walked in the door and said or did something that just pushed me over the edge. But they didn't realize how close I was to the edge because I had already pushed myself there. You know, thank you, little Debbie. So I have to assess what's happening with me internally, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, because there's a lot going on. 
You know what I'm saying? Every morning I'm getting up and I'm faced with choices that I usually don't have on a day to day basis. Usually I get up and I'm making myself my very healthy, you know, overnight oats. I'm grabbing that, getting an apple, getting a banana, something I can grab real quick, rush out the door on my way to my office. Well, now I can linger. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I can make me a really cute piece of toast, throw some, you know, jelly and peanut butter in there. Um, I'm not going to get into the details. I don't have to tell y'all all that. Let's just suffice it to say, after spending 10 minutes looking around the kitchen, poking through all the cabinets and seeing what I can really go into, that cute little healthy breakfast that I had when I was running in and out of the door, you know, three or four weeks ago, heading to my office. Oh, honey, (laughs) ain't no overnight oats anywhere to be seen. Not a fruit to be found. Now, breakfast is delicious, but add that breakfast to those three star crunch and I'm buying new jeans. You know what I'm saying? In, in a month. And then by the time the afternoon comes, anybody saying anything crossways to me after I've already been talking to myself, you know, like, dummy, <laughs> you've done it again. It's just not going to go well. So I've got to think about everything I got going on internally. Before I start thinking about how everybody else is getting on the last possible nerve that I have. So um, but then the other side of that is how am I allowing others to treat me? Because just like I got stuff going on inside, everybody else does, too. So if. One person in my house is pissed because they can't go to the skate park and hang out for five and six hours like they usually do every day and burn off steam and energy. And then I say something, you know, about the dishes not being washed. Well, he was already close to the edge. And then here I come saying something and here we go, you know. If another person in the house is in a flux because none of her little dumb little middle school friends are not responding to the text messages that she's sending out because they're idiot little kids and, you know, they haven't developed social etiquette and social skills yet and her feelings are already hurt about that. And then I say something about the attitude that she had when she walked in or when I said something, she was already close to the edge. Okay. But I don't know that. So I still can be mindful of what other people have going on internally while making sure that they check how they treat me. Now, of course, in those two situations, I'm talking about children. But... I'm also interacting with adults and they can have things going on, but that doesn't give them the right to disrespect me. Just like it doesn't give me the right to disrespect them. You see where I'm going with this. So uh, the next thing is that I'm not going to get into specifics about how 
chaotic and stressful your life is or can be if you are glued to the shambles that is um, our news these days. It is an absolute mess. It's a wreck. Um, And the truth is that some people will tune all of that out and just say, you know what, this is not anything that I can deal with. I'm one of those people. But other people thrive on that kind of chaos. Um, It's really unfortunate that this situation has become so tied into politics. And I can understand why it has, but politics really has no place here when we're talking about human life. Um, And unfortunately, there's about half the population that just is never going to understand that. And another way that we have to protect ourselves mentally and emotionally is to pull out the things from the news that are helpful for maintaining our actual life and our livelihood. Um, So maybe that means you're not getting your tips about how to preserve your life from the news stations. Maybe you're going directly to the source and going to follow the CDC or maybe your doctor has um, social media or, you know, things that they post or you're getting your actual news about what it will take for you to save your own life and preserve your health uh, from other sources. Because stress will kill you. So coronavirus is not the only thing that will negatively impact your health during this situation and during this time. So you have to be mindful of your relationship with what is going on in the world in terms of what you're allowing into, you know, your mind and into your spirit. So um, the next thing is while you're doing what it takes to preserve your own peace and thinking about your relationships with other people, um, be sure that you're checking on people. Um, there are people who are in relationships, in marriages and partnerships that are not healthy. They're not good. Um, you may not even be aware of what's happening there may not be signs because until three or two weeks ago most of us are just going along we're in our routines we're living our daily lives seeing each other in social situations like at church like at the office like at school functions like at kids sports or wherever it is and We're not really getting intimate with, you know, friends or other couples or whatever. But please believe that there are couples around you, couples that you know, 
even family members um, who are probably in domestic abuse situations that they really can't escape right now and they need support if these are your people if it's your um, you know domestic abuse happens to men and women children can be abused one of the things that happens across the board is that families that experience abuse get really good at covering things up well now when no one's going out we're practicing social distancing they're not having to cover up these scars so we really don't know what's happening and we have the built-in excuse that well we've got to stay in and stay safe so I don't know how this is kind of a, a worry that I have not that I'm worried for any of my friends in particular but I'm just kind of concerned in general how do we check how do we know how how I, I don't know um, I've just heard so many stories from women from kids um, even some men who have abusive partners and the abuse is hidden and these are people who are very very um, active and present in society and no one has a clue so I can only imagine what's happening in those people's lives during a time like this where we are encouraged to be closed off and encouraged to be um, safe by socially distancing ourselves from others and remaining unseen. It makes me concerned about people who are usually distanced anyway. I don't, I don't know. Um, if you are a person who's experiencing any kind of abuse and you need help, please feel free to send the relationship review an, uh, an email or a direct message on any of our accounts. Um, and I will personally do whatever I can to assist you. I, I just, it's something that's been on my mind and I don't know what to do about it. I do not know, but I feel strongly that situations like this, um, where people are forced to be in close quarters and there's really no, there's no out. So what does a person do when they need an out? I don't know. But check on your people. Um, just check on your people. Keep them in your, in your hearts and in your minds. Reach out to people and let them know that you're there. Um, and really social distancing be damned if if anyone who is you know listening to me if you're a person who's in my life and you need help um f what they talking about if you need to come to me then let me know so anyway um 
yeah so while we're talking about like relationships with people check on people check on the people in your life um I don't know there are a lot of people who are single who live um independently and personally um because I spend so much time alone and by myself and to myself and that is a solace for me I don't know what it's like for people who feel an anxiety about being alone um so I can't necessarily relate to uh, people who are triggered by being alone or being by themselves but I can relate to those who say that they are triggered by seasonal depression, I would imagine that this may be kind of triggering because there's something different about riding through the street. There's, there's, a, there's a definite feeling to this, um, this time. And I, I don't know what it is that triggers things for people. Not to say that all people who live independently are triggered by a seasonal depression. I don't mean to imply that one bit, but I know that there are many people who um, are triggered by um, seasonal uh, situations like Christmas time makes them feel a particular way. The summer holidays make people feel a particular way there's too many crowds they don't really want to be bothered with all of the uh fireworks and things that happen in the summertime so uh there's just a lot of different feelings around our calendar of holiday things and i've heard people express many different reservations Um, I guess is the best word to use um, or anxieties about participating in any of these holidays and people who just kind of go with the flow don't really get that. But I just feel like this would be one of these times when a person who is triggered by something would be feeling anxious because this is a very unknown scenario And I feel a little, you know, anxious about even going into the store, like not exactly knowing what to do. I was in the store earlier, actually, because I needed to get a couple of things that I really can't wait for Amazon to send me. And a woman, there was only maybe four people in the store with me at the time. It was a small store. And a woman came and turned onto my aisle. So I was perfectly fine when I was in the aisle alone. But a woman, and I was I was on one end of the aisle looking at the products, and I'll just tell you, I needed some more conditioner. <laughs> okay. Um, and I am at the end of a phase with this one particular conditioner. Like my hair is kind of fickle, so I can use a conditioner for like a a certain amount of time sometimes it's like a year sometimes it's more but then there's like a period of time where it just doesn't do anything for me 
anymore and then I have to switch to something else so I was just smelling like all the different conditioners and reading like all of what they do because I'm in the aisle alone and I've got time and no one else is in there so I was like oh this is kind of nice no one's in the store this is great and then this woman came and turned at the far end of the aisle and starts walking down the aisle and I'm like didn't you see me in the aisle what are you doing so I had a scarf around my neck because I was like, okay, if anyone, I don't have, you know, we don't have masks here. So I was like, okay, if someone comes down the aisle or comes near me, or when I go up to do my checking out, at least I can put the scarf up around my nose and mouth and kind of have a barrier of protection. And I was just so angry. I I don't even think I was anxious. I think I was just pissed that this woman out of all the aisles in this store, and there are many, that she just decided that the best way for her to get to the register, because she didn't stop to look at anything on the aisle. The best way for her to get to the register was to walk down the aisle with me. And I know that because there were only four people in the store, and I know this because I was listening for the, the buzzer or the, the bell for when the door opens, and two of the other people in the store were a couple, a man and a, a man and a woman. And then the other one was her and then the other one was me. And then there was like the cashier. So five. But she had so many other aisles and so many other routes to choose from. So like, why would you come past me? I think she was just doing it to be an ass, if I'm being honest. Anyway, it just really made me upset. But this is what she did. This is what she chose to do. And there's nothing I could do about it. I mean, I guess I could have been like, Go, choose another aisle. Do not come past me. But then I would have been some kind of a fanatic and, you know, creating a situation where there didn't need to be one. But this is this is our our world. This is what we're dealing with right now. This is what we have to deal with. So I can understand being triggered and feeling anxious about things. So I'm just saying, if you know there's someone in your life who has these types of anxieties about anything just check on them send them virtual hugs virtual love like if they're a person that you have any kind of relationship with just reach out let them know you're thinking about them you know you don't have to spend a lot of time on the phone just send a text maybe even write a good old-fashioned letter omg wow But just now is a good time to just be human and reach out. So the last thing on my little list of stuff is resources. Like how do we, let me just say, when everything is going well, and I don't mean to give the impression that, you know, I'm running through the house pulling my hair out because my family is getting on my nerves. Mostly they're not. We just, (laughs) just like any other family, there are times when we all need some, a little break from one another. It has happened the entire time we have been a family. And I don't know why a coronavirus quarantine would be any different than any other time we have existed as a unit. Okay, so there's that. It there are ebbs and flows and this is an ebb and once it's over we will get back into the flow. 
but I don't intend to talk about and address relationships and interpersonal relationships and not be real about what's happening in my life and with my family. So we're ebbing right now. Okay. But most of the time we're flowing. We're laughing, being fools with each other, having a good time. And I'm sure we'll get back to that and everything will be great. But here are some of the resources that I personally have been using that we all have been um, taking advantage of. And some of them are unique to me that only I have been doing. Some of them are things that we've been doing all together. And um, some of them are things that we can that we can do as a family. And some of them are things that, you know, we can either do together or separate. So if you have been looking for resources, I'm going to share these with you. And um, if there are things that you are trying to do to increase your togetherness, I will give you some suggestions on that stuff once I'm done with the resources. So that's coming. Okay. So one of the things that I have started to do, and I actually have been doing this for a while, and it was before this um, quarantine and um, shelter in place began, and that is meditation. I downloaded an app that I don't remember the name of it now, but there are several um, in the app store, several that are free. In fact, um, that have the option to go to like a pro level. If you want to, I don't know, cancel the ads in it or whatever, have more features. Um, I will make sure that I post the information about the app, like on the Instagram for the relationship review. So that you know what it is if you're interested. But um, guided meditation, which is amazing. It's made such a difference for me, particularly when I'm trying to get to sleep at night. Because that is something that I have struggled with actually for years, trying to turn my mind off. Um, I am a hyper thinker. So my mind is usually a hyper thinker and a multitasker. And my mind is usually moving in several different directions at once. So I'm a list maker. And that is one way that I can manage all the different things that I'm thinking about. Because I'm working on so many different projects at once, usually. um, Both in my office and also like with the kids and the different things that they have going on and managing like our family life and stuff. So... I always make lists. I always keep a written calendar so that I can write all the things down that we have going on. And then at the end of the day, I would be buzzing with like all these things that are coming up the next day or coming up in the week. And I could not turn my brain off. I just couldn't do it. And I had taken... I had gotten into the habit of um, having to take Benadryl to get to sleep, which would absolutely wreck me for the next morning because I would be groggy and I couldn't get up. So then my solution was, well, I've got to start taking the Benadryl at, I have to take the Benadryl by eight o'clock. So I have to be to bed by 830. 
so that I can sleep the Benadryl off <laughs> and still be ready to wake up by 530 or at six o'clock in the morning. And I was losing so much time in the evening, like, you know, doing things with the kids or whatever, that it just wasn't worth it. It just was not worth it at all. So then I started with melatonin and that was kind of helpful, but melatonin only helped to put me to sleep. Then I would wake up every night at about 2.30, 3 o'clock and then just be up. Then I usually end up falling back to bed at about eh, 4.30, 5 o'clock. That don't work when you then have an alarm that's set to get you up at 5.30. And for me, I really don't even need the alarms. So I haven't needed an alarm for years. I just always set it just in case. But my body clock is set to wake me up at 5.30 every morning. So if I'm awake <laughs> from two in the morning to four in the morning that's not working out so having the the meditation to ease me to like slowly wind my mind down and check off all the lists of all the things that I've been thinking about and tuck everything away and put it all away and then just ease me into sleep has been amazing because it's just like when you, you know, there's those people who, when it's time to turn your computer off, they just hit the power button, which you are never supposed to do. But if you turn your computer off correctly, you go over to the menu, like get your mouse and pull it over. And then you go into your power options and then you go and hit like restart or power down. And then the computer goes through all the phases and correctly powers the computer down properly. That is what meditation does for my brain. It is fantastic. And if you have trouble turning your mind off at night when it's time to get some rest, I suggest that you give it a try. Especially now that we're on quarantine and... If you're not a person who's considered essential, and if you are a person who's considered essential personnel, let me say that I thank you um, and I say prayers for you and I hope that you stay safe and well. But if you don't have to get up in the morning, then use this meditation and power yourself down and see if it helps in your sleeping. And if you are... Um, a person who is uh, considered essential and you have to still get up in the morning. There are meditations for your healing and your health and your spiritual well-being for everything. It's amazing. It's guided meditation, which just helps you to get connected to your body and your mind and your spirit and aligns everything. It's like alignment. You know, like when your car, your wheels aren't aligned and you're driving and it gets a little wobbly and crazy. That's what it's like before you do your meditation. And then meditation just pulls everything together. Believe me. Okay. And so um, you don't necessarily have to have an app for the meditation, for guided meditation. You can do it on Alexa. You can tell Alexa to enable um, particular meditation skills. You can go through the skills in the Alexa app. There are meditation skills in there. 
you can download an app from the App Store. You can uh, find meditation on YouTube. There's so many options. Okay. The next thing is workouts. Now, I know when I was talking about eating all those star crunches and, um, you know, two or three pieces of jelly toast that you didn't think that I was also working out. But guess what? I am. So I have uh, been trying to include um, rigorous stretching every morning and doing a workout in the afternoon as a part of uh, keeping myself well oiled and just keeping myself moving and making sure that I don't just, you know, like, it, you know, move it or lose it, basically. Like, I have to keep moving. So um, start, just do some workouts. If you don't know where to start, again, go to YouTube. You can go in the Alexa app and uh, enable workout skills. You can, there's like a seven minute workout. I think there's like a 10 minute workout that you can program Alexa so that then you can say, Alexa, do a seven minute workout and she will do the workout and it'll tell you all the stuff to do for seven minutes. Really? Let me tell you, seven minutes is all you need. And you can do like one in the morning, one in the evening, boom, you set. Okay. Um, also did I already say YouTube? If I didn't, then go to YouTube. There's all kinds of fitness and workouts on YouTube. If I did say it, I'm saying it again. Also, if you have like your Fitbit, your Apple Watch or like whatever, if it comes with an app, usually they have like challenges that you can sign up and be a part of. Um, like in the little groups or whatever, like when you go into the app, sign up to, to be one of the challenges, to be in one of the challenges. And just check in like every day with the group or whatever. Um, I haven't looked in recently. I don't know if they have any like quarantine challenges or whatever. Um, but I bet they do. So just look in there and see, see what you can find. I put my Fitbit on every day and I still count my steps. And I vigorously walk from like the bedroom to the living room to the kitchen to the garage. And I just find reasons to go all over the house for no apparent task whatsoever I just move about just doing stuff trying to get my steps just 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 do it oh speaking of just do it one of the apps that I downloaded is the Nike training app amazing okay amazing okay the next resource is going to be like nutrition recipes um cooking videos all over the place you can download apps, go on YouTube. Everybody trying to show you how to cook stuff on YouTube. Um, some of it is mess. Some people are just goofing around. <laughs> okay. Please look in the reviews of stuff before you actually invest like 25 or 30 minutes looking at what some of these dumb people are putting on YouTube because some of them are complete idiots and they're just throwing slop together and fooling around. Most of them full offense are young white boys um, who don't have nothing to do and they're just making a mess and making nonsense to try <laughs> to get like advertising dollars or whatever the hell they're doing wasting time wasting food and wasting money I don't know but make sure that you look at reviews um, pay attention to the name of stuff and you know usually people will have like the after picture of the food um 
in you know at, at the start of the video be cautious out here because some people are on some straight nonsense that's let me just warn you okay from experience please don't waste your time don't let these people waste your time out here with mess um the next thing a great resource books books i love books i love books um i love audiobooks they're amazing i have listened to three books in the last three weeks i get my books from the library with my library card i can log into an app called overdrive Um, if you have a library card i'm pretty sure all you have to do is download overdrive and then just look up your library and it's probably in there if you don't have a library card already um your library is maybe closed i know ours is but they may have staff in there like you may be able to sign up for a library card um over the phone because all you need is the number of the card in order to um use the overdrive app i'm not positive about how that works i already had my library card because i've had a library card since (laughs) i can remember I don't remember a time when I did not have a library card. Thanks, Mom. Um, But if you don't have your library card, don't worry. Because there are plenty of audiobooks out there. And audiobooks are basically everywhere. Like, (laughs) they're everywhere. And you can get an account um, on Audible, which is free for 30 days. Then you have to pay for a subscription. Um, or guess what guys YouTube has all kinds of audible books and or audio books rather um, and they're free some of them are, re- are read by amateurs who really try and do their best um, some of them you have to have patience to listen to okay but a lot of them you can find like the original recording of the book uh you just have to be savvy about your searches it's no problem you can also try um librivox which is l-i-b-r-i-v-o-x and um you can find a lot of books on there as well most of them are going to be classics that i think like the copyright is expired or whatever so they don't have to worry about um uh, infringement or whatever it just means that whoever wants to read the book and read the book so you can get classics on there like the count of monte cristo or the three musketeers or any of those classic things and they try to have spirited readers read those but i have to tell you everyone who reads is a volunteer so sometimes you'll get a fantastic reader and sometimes you'll get a person who just didn't have anything else to do and it you know it's okay So um, then you can also find a lot of e-books like um, electronic books. They're just the pages of the book, you know, like um, what is that thing called? Oh, a Kindle. Yeah, like Kindle books. You can find a lot of those online as well. Um, I don't particularly like to look at text like that um, on screens. So I don't know where to go to get those things. But um, I'm sure if you do a search, like a Google search or something, you can probably find it. So 
good luck uh, doing that because I don't know nothing about it. Um, and then finally, the biggest resource that I can give you for anything is Pinterest. <laughs> okay, if you have not used or tried or heard of Pinterest, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. Just do it, okay? You can get on Pinterest and search for anything. Now, that can be a great thing or you can get lost down such a rabbit hole. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have... The stories I could tell about some of the deep, dark holes I've had to pull myself out of on Pinterest. Oh, my gosh. But I have found some amazing recipes. I have found some great workout guides. I have found awesome um, strategies for like Girl Scout meetings. Awesome like crafts and just the coolest things that you could imagine. I have found them on Pinterest. Um like guides for anniversary gifts, birthday gifts, you name it, I have found it on Pinterest. Okay. Man, so many amazing and wonderful things. So, the last thing, and then this is going to be it, is things that you can do together, fun stuff as a family that you probably hadn't thought of or you might have. Of course, you're doing board games, card games, um, you know, dancing. Are you doing TikToks yet? I mean, come on. So many cute TikToks out there. Um, I've seen people do really cool things like um, chalk outlines of their kids on the uh, on the driveway. Um, Those guys are probably um, murder mystery fans. I don't know. I've also seen people doing um, like, you know, arts and crafts and stuff. Um, What else? I was thinking of, oh, WWE. Like you set up the wrestling in the middle of the living room and uh, the parents have to be the referees. And then you let the kids go at it on the blankets and stuff. WWE style. Of course, they have to pretend to body slam and maim each other. You can't let them hit each other and knock each other out for real. There's a amazing array of movies that are available to watch together as a family. We watched the original Candyman. Um, if your kids haven't really gotten into um, classic horror yet, and if they're still like little kids, it's probably not the one for them to watch because... it still holds okay my 14 year old which is Coco um, who started off thinking it was going to just be some you know a little chump mess because the trailer is really not that great 20 minutes into it she was like oh hold me I'm so afraid so you know (laughs) it was really good Uh, but there's so many movies even like newer releases and stuff that are coming to the streaming services um Oh, there's so many apps that you can use, like the Heads Up. That's a good one. You guys probably know about that. Um, Gosh, I had a list. I don't know where it is. It doesn't matter. (laughs) We will talk about it next week when Coco comes back. I know you guys are excited about that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to get some of that other stuff out of the way. The whole checking on your friends who 
you're really not hearing from the way that you probably expect to or the way that you should because you don't really know what's up with them. Um, And domestic abuse is real. So everybody look out for each other. Now is the time to be really human with each other. Okay, really, really human and um, take care of each other. Maybe it is from a social distance, but let's just look out for each other. We don't know what's coming, y'all. We don't really know. But hopefully we'll all be together on the other side. All right. We hope that you enjoy season two of the Relationship Review. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate your support. Send us any feedback or topic suggestions in an email to relationshipreviewpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you like the show, please recommend it and share it with a friend. Don't forget to rate and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on Instagram at The Relationship Review. Like our new Facebook page, The Relationship Review Podcast. If our podcast isn't available on the platform you like best, you can always find it at anchor.fm forward slash the relationship review. See you next time.